A little part of me is sad that we've come to the end of this short series on thinking big. I hope it's been a help to you. I know it's been a great refresher for me, and I'm excited about wrapping everything up with one final practical stab at how to get think big results. Find your place in the book of 1 Samuel chapter number 17. We'll recap what brought us to this point in just a moment, but then we're going to conclude the account of what happened with David and Goliath. Now, you may think you know what happened, but we need to check the scripture and just make sure. 1 Samuel chapter number 17, hope you'll find your place there. And I hope as a result of what we learned today, we will think about, we will truly think big. We serve a great God. We serve a big God. Really, words can't describe how amazing, how phenomenal, how fantastic he is. We should serve him in such a way that it does justice, or at least as much as we can, does justice to the God that he is to and for and through us. First Samuel chapter number 17, before we jump in there, I'll make one final or just about final plea for you to join us. Saturday, November 13th, 1 to 5 p.m., our open house at Bible Tracks Incorporated. We would love to see you there. The address is this, 603 West Prairie Street, Odell, Illinois, 60460. We've got pastors coming. We've got church people coming. I told you before, this would be a great event to bring a lost person to. You can just say, hey, we're going a nonprofit that we support, that I'm a part of. We're going to go and visit and see their new building that God has blessed them with. I'd love for you to come lunch is free. Come with me, spend some time with them. They will leave with a clear presentation of the gospel. And maybe, just maybe, God will do something great through this outreach opportunity. Small, bustling metropolis of 900 people in Odell, Illinois. We'd love to have a full parking lot. We've got three or four times the land area at this new location, two or three times the square footage. We are excited, and that's putting it mildly. Saturday, November 13th, 1 to 5 p.m. Central Time. Again, that address, 603 West Prairie Street, Odell, Illinois, 60460. How can you RSVP? How can you let us know? How can you make sure that we get enough food so that you can eat your fill? You can email us, openhouse at bibletracksinc.org. You can go to our website, contact us that way. You can even give us a phone call if you prefer, 309 828 6888. That's easy to remember. 309 828 6888. Or send me a text. That's probably the easiest way. Send me a text at this phone number 309 316 7240. I'll give you that number again in just a moment. But I sure would love to see you. We have people coming from three, four, five different states. And I want to see you. It truly would be such a joy to be able to fellowship. We had such a good time last time. I'm looking forward to having double, triple the amount of people here at this upcoming event, Saturday, November 13th. Text me, 309-316-7240. Now, how do you get Think Big Results? Let's look at the book of 1 Samuel, chapter number 17. 1 Samuel, chapter 17. Realize in 1 Samuel 16, we heard about, we learned about this guy named David and the fact that he was going to be crowned king of Israel. Imagine that. 
But before he gets to the throne, there's a lot he's going to have to deal with. Well, he began with his preparation work. He spent some time on the backside of the wilderness tending to his sheep. And now here he is in the crucible of a situation that he would probably rather not be confronting. He, and he alone, is going to have to face off against this man-killer, this crazy dude named Goliath, a man of war, a guy who wants nothing more than to eat David for breakfast. And now it's going to be David Mano Imano with Goliath. Okay? I don't think they had pay-per-view back then, but this would be the contest. Uh, technically, it's a heavyweight bout because you got Goliath on one side, you have barely a lightweight, a featherweight on the other side with David, a young man, and they both have the weight of their nations on their shoulders, but David has something even more important. He's got his God on his side, and that blasphemer over there has been saying some wicked things. We're going to take him down a peg or two, David is thinking. So, even though he's getting all kinds of hate, he's getting all kinds of vitriol, he's getting all kinds of angst and irritation and frustration being poured out on him by the other men of Israel, including his own family, Eliab, his brother, and his brothers are saying mean things to him, David decides we need to do something. How does this happen though? Well, we can look down through 1 Samuel chapter number 17. Find your place there for just a moment. He first asked the right question. Look at verse number 29, 1 Samuel 17, 29. David said, what have I now done? Is there not a cause? When you ask the right questions, you get the right answers. Let me ask you in your life, we talked about this yesterday, but let me ask you, are you asking the right questions? Are you willing to put in the time to ask the question, is there not a cause, and wait for God to fill in the blank with the answer? Ask the right questions, get the right answers. What happens next? Verse number 31 and 32, and when the words were heard, which David spake, they rehearsed them before Saul and he sent for him. Saul hears what this brash young man is saying and he sends for him. Verse 32, David said to Saul, let no man's heart fail because of him, meaning Goliath. Thy servant, meaning David, he's talking about himself, thy servant will go and fight with this Philistine. You see, when you ask the right questions, you get the right answers that allow you to make the right decisions. David, even though it seems against all odds, even though it seems impossible, even though it seems crazy, David understands that a decision has to be made and he makes that decision and that leads us to a preparation work. Now we talked about his preparation work on the backside of the wilderness, tending to his sheep and playing his harp. Realize that David had taken on some lions and some bears in his past and he had slain them. We get though to a little bit more preparation. Preparation for this particular contest. Verse number 40 of 1 Samuel chapter 17 and he meaning David, took his staff in his hand and chose him five smooth stones out of the brook and put them in a shepherd's bag, which he had even in a scrip. And his sling was in his hand and he draw near, drew near to the Philistine. He took time. He stopped at that little brook 
and he weighed out those five smooth stones. He had some backup ammunition. He had some in the magazine just in case his first one went awry. Of course, we know the first one was true. His aim was right on, but he got five of them. He pulled those out there, and he looked them over. Now, this one's not quite good enough. Let's put this one off to the side. Now, yeah, this one will work. Here's another. Here's another. And two more. Five smooth stones. He did the preparation work. He didn't just run in foolhardy. You may say, this sounds crazy, man. A young man with nothing but a staff, his sling and five smooth stones, he's going up against this killer, this trained man, this warrior. Yeah, because David had God on his side, and he did the preparation work. Not only did he ask the right questions, he got the right answers, he made the right decisions, he made the right preparations. What happens next, though? Was it action next? Actually, not quite. We can't skip over these verses in between. Look at verse number, let's see, 41. The Philistine came on and drew, drew near unto David, and the man that bare the shield was before him. And when the Philistine looked about and saw David, he disdained him, for he was but a youth and ruddy and of a fair countenance. And the Philistine said unto David, and I realize he had this deep, gravelly voice. I won't try to imitate it the whole time, but am I a dog that thou comest to me with staves? And the Philistine cursed David by his gods. Philistine said unto David, come to me and I will give thy flesh unto the fowls of the air and to the beasts of the field. Then said David to the Philistine, now David, a young man, thou comest to me with a sword and with a spear and with a shield, but I come to thee in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel, whom thou hast defied. This day will the Lord deliver thee into mine hand, and I will smite thee and take thine head from thee. He's not messing around. And I will give the, the, I will give the carcass of the host of the Philistines this day unto the fowls of the air and to the wild beasts of the earth that all the earth may know that there is a God in Israel. David came to say his piece. Not only did he ask the right questions, get the right answers, make the right decision, do the right preparation, he was going to give glory to the right person. David did not show up that day looking to gain fame for himself. David wasn't there to sell merch. David was not there to grow his Instagram, Facebook, TikTok following, okay? He was not there to establish himself as an influencer on YouTube. David was there for a singular purpose. He was there to take this dude down a peg and give all the glory to God. He's doing the right things, isn't he? And he's getting the right results. David's thinking big. What happens next? He takes the right action. Verse number 48. And it came to pass. When the Philistine arose. Now you got to realize he's a little irritated. He's a little perturbed that this pup, that this whelp, that this guy would come over here and say these things to him and mouth off in front of all these people. I want you to imagine this massive assembly on both sides of this valley. And as everyone's tuning their ears, you could hear a pin drop. Nobody's talking because they want to hear what's going to go on. They want to hear the clash of steel. That's what they think is coming. And over the wind, they can hear David say these things. 
And it's almost like there's a deeper resonance to it. It's almost like God gave him a little bit of extra amplification. And it came to pass when the Philistine arose and came and drew nigh to meet David, that David hasted and ran toward the army to meet the Philistine. David put his hand in his bag, took thence a stone and slang it, smote the Philistine in his forehead, that the stone sunk into his forehead and he fell upon his face to the earth. Think about that. Everyone listening and watching, they hear the rattle of Goliath pulling out his sword. They hear the shh sound, and he's about to start moving with those heavy footfalls, and all everyone can hear is the soft as David starts running up towards him. They hear the whiz of that sling, and then the whistle as it punctures the air and thunk right in big boy's forehead. Talk about thinking big. Goliath stopped thinking altogether. Let me ask you, friend, do you ask the right questions and do you end up with the right action? Let's think big today. Have a great day for his glory. God bless. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Tract Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample packet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 188, Bloomington, Illinois, 61702. A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.